I love the sound of those keyboards being tickled by Mr. Dustin Griffith, who recorded that for us on the doc.org. Pastor Troy here every Tuesday and Thursday, dropping episodes that we hope will help you get your faith out of these seats. We want you in the seats, wherever you are, in your car, your house, wherever you're watching this. We want you to sit down for a minute. You're going to learn a little bit. We're going to get growing faith in Christ, but we want to get you out of the shallows and out past that lighthouse. See, look, pretty picture. My, my daughter drew this. Out of the lighthouse, past that pass, out into the deep, and let Jesus captain your ship and get out there and do the things of God. So we're going to try to strengthen you up today, and we have got a good special show for you today. Uh, go to On the Dock, YouTube, Spotify, iTunes. That's where you can find us. Google Play, Facebook, Roku, Rumble, and SermonNet are other places you can find us. SermonNet's where we keep all our archives. YouTube's got our archives. Spotify and iTunes does too. Uh, you can watch those there, but those are our primary channels. But go to Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Telegram, and Getter, and those are our social media channels, and we'd love to have conversation with you about what's going on in the show, what you're hearing about today. If you've got questions, follow up there, and we will follow up with you. We promise. Subscribe, hit like, notify, whichever medium you're using. Hit those buttons, uh, make comments, and then do me a favor, share the show. Just grab it, grab the link to it, share it, whether you're watching Facebook or YouTube, preferably Spotify or iTunes. Share that with your family and friends so they can watch it, especially these shows on how to take care of your family and yourself. There's some great things you're going to be learning. Go back and watch part one and two of this three-part episode, and we'll, we'll get we'll get in there, and we'll, we'll help you out. Patreon. Go to Patreon. Download the app and find out how you can be an on-the-dock partner or sponsor. Four levels of partnership. That's for people that just want to be a part of the show and help us develop and grow. We'd love to have you as a part of the team. And there's three levels of sponsorship for Christian organizations, businesses, and others. And this whole show series, um, uh, Taking to the Street Spotlight with Extreme Agency, uh, they are not a sponsor for us today. Uh, they're a guest today, but we, we would do a show with you if you've got a great business or Christian stuff. We, we can do a show like we're doing with them today or build something uh, for you as well. They've done a good job. They've got some commercials that we've shown. We show, showed their 141, their, their, their longer Facebook one in part one. In part two, we showed you the 30-second. We're going to show you another one today that's going to be great. And we'll maybe show you that 30-second one again or maybe the long one again. Maybe we'll do that too. But uh, they've got some great stuff. Check out their stuff. It's going to be a great show. Go to our partner, slnt.com, promo code OTD. If you go to slnt.com, just put in OTD at checkout. You get our discounts on these incredible Faraday bags. Here's one right here on the set. My phone is in it, and so Google is not listening. Nobody else is listening. The Chinese aren't listening. Um, nobody's listening. I can't even get a call now. Even out of airplane mode, you can't get a call through this thing. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, no, it, it stops it. It stops yeah. everything. So, so, and it doesn't run your battery. The old phones would run down. They, they don't anymore. They just go in standby. So, it's a great SLT product. They got lots of products. Your key fobs, your credit cards that put out RFID. They make credit card holders. They make purses. I think that that would be great to have a credit card one. And I would like to have the key fob. They one. do. Let me show. Let me. Let me. Let me I'm, I haven't showed this in a couple episodes. This is my favorite one. Like they've got backpacks here. Check out these backpacks here, Beth. Uh, these are pretty cool. Different things you that put your back cool in because uh, we've been. I mean, we've. We've seen people in a restaurant sitting in a McDonald's yeah. okay, check skimming out. off of people's credit cards. This sling bag is cool. See the sling bag this girl's got in the look? This is her yeah. new product. Uh, the inside is Faraday for like your notebook, your tablet. The outside is not. And there's a credit card pocket too in it as well. And you can use the key fob one for credit cards. There's a credit card slot on some of these phone sleeves. Some have it, some don't. Right, because so you, you pick used to be afraid of just like the gas stations, like they would put the little things on to swipe. Yeah. But now they can just... They get your stuff. McDonald's they and, get your stuff. Aren't you glad, your Ray, you're out of police now? Because people are getting more of your stuff than they could ever get your stuff. They can just sit there and get your stuff today. Yeah. 
It's a tough time to be in law enforcement. It is. T- it is a tough time because people people are suspicious of police because of all the political stuff, yep. and then and then but then the same people are like mad if police don't show up, and then they want to defund the police, and then they go, "Where's the police? Well, you defunded the police, dingling. You know. <laughs> you know. Good yeah. grief. I mean, we, we run into that so often. You know, nobody wants police till you need the police. You need the, you police. need the police. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then I'm just thankful that we've got guys like you out there that are that are not just Thank have you. served, but you're training people to be smart. Go watch our first two shows. They are absolutely invaluable. I met them. I met Ray back in 13 uh, when we were planning the very first concealed carry group workshop in our church. ABC, CBS, NBC. I even got picked up a national Good Morning America. Got interviewed by them on it. And uh, a lot of people couldn't believe that a church would be teaching this. So we were, I guess, probably one of the first classes yes, we were in the state of Illinois, yeah. a trendsetter. And then there were, there have been, you've done many other since, right? Yeah. Yeah, you've been all over churches. So we brought, just in case, break the glass. They could not believe that we had that graphic, but that graphic is it. It's just in case. Yep. Extreme agency is a just in case moment, yes, correct? Right. Will you define that for us one more time? I know you've done it's it. Immediate, unavoidable, life threatening, deadly danger. You think you're in life, and, and, and I want to, this episode in Taking It to the Streets, we're going to spotlight Extreme Agency one more time. And I want to do in this roundtable, we do a lot of roundtables. We'll do a bonus episode. This is a bonus episode. And we're going to talk about the Christian perspective, but we're also going to clean up in the roundtable some questions out there. Uh, Illinois is a difficult animal. In general, Illinois would like us not to have a firearm. Uh, they're trying to, they've tried to reduce the size of everything about firearms now recently. It, it's almost a hostile state in some ways, but the courts required them to eventually give us our constitutional rights. So they wrote some pretty good code. That's why it takes a 16-hour class to get through it, I guess. So there's a bit of a hurdle, plus the application process. Your wife, Stacy, uh, Ray Miner's here with us. He, he's a founder and owner of Extreme Agency, retired state police. His wife, Stacy's his office manager, also helps with administrative stuff, getting you signed up for the classes. She can help you get your your, your your licenses and all that stuff makes a very difficult process easy when you do what she says, yes. which works great. And you can get a hold of them at 618-629-3422. Um, at 629-3422-618, you got it there. And it's extremeexigency.com. They've also on Facebook. You can email them at extremeexigency at gmail.com. And they are in Benton out in the boondocks, 9911 Riverbend, uh, Benton, Illinois. You can find them. Use your MapQuest. Get out there. And you're going to love the whole place. It's incredible. But but my point is, is they're going to help you get through the process and the hurdles and get the state of Illinois to allow you to be a concealed carry uh, legal uh, holder. Holder, yes. And they're going to train you. They're going to help you. And even if you've never handled a gun, you could go take their course, get licensed, and while you wait on your license, come back and take their beginner's course. They'll help you uh, get some ideas on what kind of gun you should buy. You don't even need to buy a gun to come there to take this class. Matter of fact, don't bring your gun. Let them handle everything for you. They're going to train you, you know, and then they'll work with you afterwards on how to pick one out for you, for your frame, for your size, if you're a male or female, what works better in your situation. They're going to help you with all that, right? That's correct. Yes. Yeah, and, that, and that's smart. Don't go buy a gun. We have one guy who bought a gun here. So I'm going to tell the story real quick. Um, uh, I just, just names have been changed to protect the internet. His name is Michael. Um, right. I, I, I did change <laughs> ahead, his name. I did. I mean, I, I'm not using the short version of that. Oh, I do that sometimes. His name is Michael and Michael had watched us for two different rounds, do extreme agency training. He watched all our people become security guards. He never took the class. He, he actually, I, I, I want to tell you this. He wasn't law enforcement, but he was, um, let me just to change it, change the jobs to protect it. He was a mall cop. He was a security guard security somewhere. Guard. Yeah. Security. Security. My daughter. Security. 
<laughs> okay. So he was security. Um, he decided that he he was going to go get a weapon. He, his security job didn't require a weapon. It required more of a like run and call somebody, um, and and it needed to be that because just the concept of this brother. He's a fine, innocent young brother, somewhere between Otis and Barney Fife, and and you know, so he, he comes in one day. Bill Barnett. This is Bill's gone to be. How long's Bill been gone now? I feel like Bill's still here. Bill's presence. How long? Three, three and a half years. Three years. Three. He died in wow. COVID time. Yeah, you know, I knew he I died during Bill. COVID. Yeah, gosh. He's the head of our security. Love him yeah. with all my heart. He led everything, and I'd never felt safer. Our, our guys take great care of me now, but but Bill just has a love love for us and, and special, and we miss Bill. But I, Bill came to me and said, I'm changing the name to protect innocent Michael. Michael, Mike, Michael showed up one day. He came to church, and he came to church, and he says, I bought a gun. And, and Bill says, you did he says i've got it in this sack and he, and bill said well let's step in the coffee shop nobody was here yet and he opened the sack and he had a ruger or something like that and it was in the box and it hadn't been loaded or anything like that and he says uh, i want you to take that back out and lock it in your glove box you won't need that today and he says he says We'll talk later. So he didn't know how to put it together. He didn't all this stuff. All this stuff. So he said, uh, he, he came back in and he said, now, you know, I know you're going to go get trained. And uh, he got trained by somebody else. And and he passed. And he says, well, I, 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 I want to be on the security team. And and Bill said, I'm sorry. Uh, every two years, we, you, the extreme agency, you go through the training. There's additional training for the church. So I need you to leave that um, out in your glove box, you know. And, uh I guess he decided he was going to carry it. I guess he decided one day he was going to come in and he was going to keep it and carry it and all that. And 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 Bill talked to him a little bit about it, and, and Bill just was not really comfortable with nothing, with how he handled it, how he, he showed him some things. And he says, uh, he walked to me and Bill said, you know, Pastor, it's going to be really bad if he pulls a weapon in this church, even personally. You know, and we can't really... We, we don't have a gun placard up. Yeah, right? you shouldn't. I'm no, we don't. No, yeah. no. And so he has a right to carry a gun in this church because we don't stop anybody. Yeah. And and he technically had a license, technically. Our kids will carry a license. And, um, but he, he, he wasn't on our security team, but he was, a, to change the job, mall cop. Some kind of mall cop. Not really a mall cop, but a different kind of security. security. And uh, it was really scary. And uh, we took him out on one of our training things with you guys and... And they were like, uh, uh, no. And so I had a hard conversation with them. I brought him up one day after church and said, can you come on up here, Bill? Can you stand here? Bill told me I can't do this. And, and I had another elder come and stand next to me and I said, Michael, I need to, as your pastor, I'm your pastor, right? Yes. yes. I need to, I need to give you an instruction. Here's the deal. I'm going to ask you, I can't ask you not to carry a gun here, but I'm going to ask you never to pull it out of your pocket. Never to pull it from your hoster because you're going to cause a distraction. Not only am I going to pull my gun first and shoot you, I'm going to let some predator get a drop on us because I'm going to shoot you before I shoot them because you're going to kill grandma that sits to your left and that nice lady that sits to your right because you're dangerous with a weapon. <laughs> so I'm going to ask you to leave your gun holstered and let our team protect your family. Yes. Don't make me shoot you first. Because I think you're more dangerous in this church pulling out your weapon than somebody else, than somebody else yeah. that knows what they're doing. And I said, D do you understand? He says, yes. And then I, our elder at the time said, now, do you understand what the pastor has told you? 
I'm to leave my gun in my pocket. Yes. Bill said, and I really think you'd be better off with it in your glove box. <laughs> after that, he'd come in and say, I left it in my glove box. I, I do say he did change churches soon after that. I'm not sure if he's at your church or not, but that's your problem. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing I really appreciate about you guys is you guys are honest. What, no matter what, which of your professionals you work with, uh, they will train you right technique and right process. Yeah. But, but there are people out there that just get a, a, a permit that aren't prepared really not mentally or it, it doesn't mean you're safe there's no mental aptitude test on this thing no uh, that, that 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 may be the one thing that bothers me more than anything about what the state of illinois did with all their stuff they didn't take a look at you know whether you you know can rationalize this out enough you know you've got to be proficient to shoot the thing but but do you have any thoughts about that well i think that the our legislators i mean that's part of why we have so much uh I mean, when you think about it, four hours of statutory law is a long time. That's yeah. a long time. You know, um, I mean, so I think that our legislators wanted our concealed care instructors to concentrate a lot on the use of a firearm when it's justified, when it's righteous. Right. And again, you know, the, the use of a firearm, even if it's a righteous, uh, you know, if it's used righteously, it's still going to be a bad day. It's a bad I, day. I, I, mean, it, I mean, it. I mean, I, I talk about, you know, if, if grandma has to shoot somebody in their home, you know, 20 years from now, two generations from now, the grandkids are still going to be talking about it. You know? Right. It's so, it's an extreme moment. Yeah, it's that it's extreme action moment. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, again, it comes down to that the, the conflict. It's 100% of the time the more we win. You know, uh, we need to do everything we can for conflict avoidance. Mm -hmm. And that your predator's playbook helps people avoid that but also in the class you're talking about everything else and and that leads us a couple of the other questions we wanted to get to before we get a little bit more into some of the christian perspective w when you do our training you have done both not only have you trained people for firearm uh, concealed carry but you've also given people perspective on using a stun gun which in the state of illinois you would also need a void card you have to have a void card a gun card for an for, for, for a electrocution stun, stun gun or a taser or either taser one. Yeah, either, either one of those you can own either one legally in the state and we have people that did both of those you you offered those and a lot of our people got those as a choice because they're close personal and it's a little easier to use mm -hmm. some people don't feel good about the other uh, discharging weapon yeah. so it's very effective but in addition to stun gun um <laughs> a stun gun is very a lot of people don't think it's now what's funny is tv shows a stun gun is always knocking somebody out yes you know always on a stun gun on tv you're knocked out you wake up in another neighborhood you're like ba you wake up and you've been flown someplace I, I've noticed that a stun gun doesn't really knock people out. It does not. It, it, it's a TV thing. Yeah, it's a it's a pain compliance tool. But on TV though, you know what I mean. Stun yes. guns always knocking people out. Yeah, they're zapping people, yeah. and then they're mugging them and taking them someplace. Yeah. So, but this is more. Or the police or, or somebody are doing it, and then they the whole situation gets taken care of while they're unconscious. But yep. what I've learned with the stun gun is it buys you time to separate or get away or exit the situation while they recover. And I've learned a stun gun, I mean, like I said, on TV, it always seems to knock them out. They, they're they rendered unconscious. That's not the case. They're rendered more compliant for you to exit. Yeah, it, it, it is a pain compliance tool completely. Which won't do permanent harm, most likely. No, no and and the, 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 the disadvantage of the stun gun is just that. It's a pain compliance tool. So once the pain goes away, compliance goes away. Right. You know. So that, that's why I tell everybody that, you know, pepper spray to me is a much more effective personal. It lasts. Yes. And I'm going to, yeah, yeah. And, and, it, yeah. and it is, if 
by far the most underestimated of everything of of, of, of self defense tools out there. People don't give it the the credit the justice it deserves. Well, they think right. now now bear spray is different because we we get family that spent time in Alaska, and they actually said the bear spray is better option than most guns with a bear because they they really run from it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, they it, it irritates the bear. And if you miss the bear at the gun, or your gun's not of a high enough caliber, you can really make a bear mad. Yeah. So you're better off irritating and leaving. So so, I don't think people understand how a stun gun works. Uh, and so, I'm I'm gonna run a video. It's low volume video, so he's gonna do the best he can. And I want you to leave Ray's mic hot and my mic hot, so it would allow maybe some comment. I just want you to notice when you run this video of Ray showing you the effects of a stun gun. Uh, you've got a partner on here from your early days. Uh, what's his name? Mike Miller. Mike Miller. So you guys working together, and I I, I didn't catch this to us prepping for this show because I've watched this back in the day, and I I didn't realize how much. Did Mike have a law enforcement background? He did. He did. Yeah. There's too much of a pleasure on his face prior to stunning <laughs> you. He he got too much enjoyment out of this for for an extreme exigency well, moment. Good thing it's a training here. Yeah, and, and it was it was a, a unique. What was happening was we had a there was a team of female attorneys that had, had came to us and asked me to do a stun gun. <laughs> uh. And the prop and Mike was committed to it. Byron was committed. Well, oh, yeah, it. he was stunning you. Yeah, no, no, but I mean, I, I didn't want to do it. I, I was, I was trying to avoid it. I felt like pepper spray was a more effective defense tool for, right. for them. Uh, I mean, I don't get me wrong. I think the stun gun and the you have to come into contact. Yeah. Uh, but, but it's a, it's a pain compliance tool. And at the same time, I, I didn't, I didn't want to teach any, because what was going to be, we was going to provide them with the training, and as part of the training, they got a stun gun. Right. And and uh, I just could not do that without having some sort of awareness of how effective or ineffective they were. Right. And uh, every one of us on the team sort of said, well, I'm not going to let anybody stun me. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> and it, it really came down to uh, they were going to do the training without somebody being stunned, and I, I absolutely refused to not. Yeah, because on TV they knock it knocks them out. It, it's not really yeah, completely. Yeah, yeah. Sense so I, I, I it, had you to, can shake it off. Yeah, I had to know what what just exactly how effective it was, and uh, and yeah, Mike Mike got a big kick out of it. Yeah, he, uh, and, and he like enjoyed I said, himself. He, and I shared with you that this was actually take two because <laughs> uh, we actually tried to do it the night. This was done live at the state fair. Oh God, years ago, and uh, the night before we did it, but. We, we couldn't because between them laughing and it was, it was not a PG-13 experience. No, I understand. So, uh, I understand. So the next day we we had to film it again, which and, and he already knew from the night before how it how it. Did went. you use a stunt double on the first one? Or, or was no, it, it was me at the first time. You're the victim both, both times. times yeah, both <laughs> well, I remember the first, one of the first times you talked to us about the stun guns. And you said, whatever you do, if you get one, do not hand it to your college-age son. <laughs> and yeah. let him take it, because they will your use it. Your kids will start stunning <laughs> each other. <laughs> yeah, they do. They do. Yeah, they'll yeah. be stunning your dogs. All right, check this out. You feel free to make comment, but please make please note the stunner's facial the, remarks the, prior to. Yeah, the problem I have with it, I try not to watch it, because I, I get a pain in my side. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and, and, I, and I know it's, it's, it's but I, I find myself touching my side. <laughs> All right, crank it up. You'll have to crank it. Oh, gosh. What we're going to do tonight is we're going to... Look at his face! <laughs> yeah, Mike, Mike is taking way too Look much... Look at his eyes! <laughs> yeah, he start, his eyes start watering in a minute. What we're going to do tonight is we're going to 
But this is a brand new stun gun coming right out of the box. Yeah, it's not, right. It's not even been charged. Oh, look. Listen to it. Yeah, yeah. There, his eyes are watering. He thinks. Because I, I didn't know where he was going to stun me. I, I knew where I didn't want him to stun me. Yeah, you gave a couple rules. Let's some clearance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I probably wouldn't have came back. If it wasn't you want some more? You want some more? Well, that concludes our demonstration. Oh, oh that's well, but, but that's a good example, though. You walked, okay, when you're, when you're training to shoot CCW, it's about 20, 21 feet, something like that. Yeah, it's actually uh, five, seven, and ten yards. Okay, so, so thirty feet. Yeah, so beyond that, they're not really a threat to you yet. So you're trained in. What's interesting is you were on him, but you walked away that distance. Yes, which should be the distance you could probably either retreat or at least start to and move. That, and that, that's the goal of of the stun gun or or the taser is to get. You had to, to walk some. off or give him the. You had the time, and I guess you could have got. He could have got if he had left. He could have got a lot farther. He could have, and if he had ran. But yeah. you weren't knocked out. No, was not knocked. Did out. you Thank survive? God. You still have a little mental twitch. Yeah, I do. I still have. A, <laughs> like I said, I, I I find myself touching my side uh, after I watch the video and stuff. So it, it gives you a little. It gives you a whelp about like a wasp sting or something. Uh, oh, it gives you a little so bit, it, little, it does, little something. Yeah, yeah, especially through that T-shirt. Did you? But, did you? Did, in your days in state police, did you carry a taser? Or we you, did have tasers. You did. Yes. You taser. Did yeah. you have the ones that like hook in the people? Yes. The difference between a taser and a stun gun is a taser shoots the the, the barbs. Right. But they they but you got they have to, you have to understand the limitations of tasers and stun guns are phenomenal tools for law enforcement mm -hmm. because for law enforcement you do want compliance, you know, and uh, that's where they work. As long as you provide the pain, you get compliance. Uh, the limitation is is. But you either have to dry stun, which is what a stun gun does. Mm -hmm. All tasers will dry stun, or you have to shoot and deploy the the barbs. Right. And if one barb hits and one barb misses, it's it's useless. Right. You don't have a connection. Yeah, there has to be the current. Yeah. You know, so uh, or if the person deflects one of them or something, or one of them falls out. So right. there there is limitations to them. I think right. they're an amazing tool for law enforcement. Uh, you know, but. And, and I think they are a, you know, I joke about my dad when he golfs, he has a golf club for everything. And a lot of times he doesn't have a play with every club, in the, but there's going to be a time that'll come where that certain club is the right club for that moment. Now, right. now, and, right. that's, and that's what your, your taser or your stun gun, pepper spray, uh, you know, having a flashlight, having a firearm with you, those are all tools that's going to aid you now something something they something they taught was the flashlight um uh, beth knows this uh I, i'm giving away a secret here but where we have whether we are per, we in, we keep firearms where we need them in our house when they need to be yes. entrance of doors where they need to be they're, they're hidden or whatever every firearm has a flashlight next to it yes every one of our firearms has a flashlight like i went out and bought boxes a flashlight. Yeah, flashlight. I mean, when you think about the price of a, you can get a quality LED flashlight for ten bucks. Right. You know, right. It runs a one double A battery. And, yeah. And, well, and, a, and a couple of my longer guns that I have in the house on racks have it built on. Yeah. So they they have it built on now. Yeah. Um, 
unbelievable. Yeah. You know, and I'd never thought about that. Now I, ha- I have a story. Can I tell a story about that before we get to the next one? So, so we, we live here at the house one night, middle of the night, one o'clock in the night, been raining. It was terrible out. It was cold. There was huge pop, pop, pop outside, uh, from our house. There was, I looked out the window and there was somebody walking through our backyard and, and it was just, it was, it was just crazy. I said, that somebody's out in the yard. Uh, we have a young lady that lived with us, uh, that was an intern. She said, there's somebody at the back of the house. You know, I think they're beating on something back there. I don't, they're screaming and stuff. I don't know. She texted us. We'd heard it. We were up. I said, I'm up. All I had was my shorts and I put some flip flops on and I, I, I grabbed my flashlight and my weapon and I stepped to the door. I didn't see anybody. I stepped out and said, is there anybody out here? You know, I kind of walked around. There was, I didn't see anybody. I kind of cleared out. I thought, well, they're just seeing stuff. And then I hear the bang, 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 bang. And I hear somebody say, well, I'm going to kill you. And I'm going to do this. And there, were, what it was, was there were two guys out that had had a fight coming from the bar over there about one o'clock in the morning. And they had thrown one out of the car and they were now screaming at their partner who was two guys. And, and all he says, I don't care. And I don't care if you're in the Marines. I went, great, this is a Marine. I'm in trouble. And I hear bang, bang, bang. And what it was was the guy was over right across the street on the place banging on their metal siding. He was he was just doing stuff. And 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 so I get out there and I finally see the one guy come out from the tree line and he starts to walk over to me and he's got his hands down, all this stuff. And I'm sitting there, I got my my my, my gun down in my pocket, and I've got my flashlight on him, and he says, he says, and he says, can I come and talk to you? And, and, and I, all I worked on says, you stand right there. We, she'd already called 911. And I had licorice in my mouth. Somehow I picked up a piece of licorice. I don't yeah. know why I picked it. I was hungry. <laughs> I picked up a piece of licorice. Yeah. I don't even walk around. I'd, I'd stepped in mud already. <laughs> and so I said, you stay right there. I can't see you. I, 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 he's, I said, he said, I just want to talk to somebody. I said, am I your, and these are my words. He got Sadie. Sadie had already come out. And I had her call one. She's she was like a daughter to us. She, she is like a daughter to us. And I said, I said, am I your pastor? I couldn't see him well enough. He said, no, you're not. I'm not your pastor. You're not my pastor. I said, then you stay right where you are. Don't move. I have a weapon. And if you make one more step, I can't see anything you got. What is this bang, bang, bang? Well, that's a Marine. He could kill us both. I said, don't make one step toward me. I do not want to have to hurt you. I am going to put you down if you make one step toward me. And he stayed right there. The cops come in. They end up arresting them both. They they were just had a dynamic fight and all this. But it was a moment where I never lifted my weapon because you taught me if you lift your weapon to point at him, you're going to kill him. Yeah. And and better be ready to use it. Yeah, that, I was I was taught in your class that to hold somebody hostage with your weapon is not what we do as as regular. People. Well, and I've got to say, there have been a number of times that <laughs> Troy has been approached by people in cities, like just in Seattle last yeah. week. In Seattle. Um, we had just parked our car, and, or no, we were coming back to it, Sorry. and this guy comes walking right up behind Troy. I mean, right behind him, and right. he, was, he was clipping, and uh, and said something about, is this... Did is this you park your, is this your car parked here, or something like that? And, it's raining hard. The first thing Troy said was... Step back away from me you right now. You take three steps back from me right now. Mm-hmm. He said, well, I'm security. I said, I don't care if you're Santa Claus. You take three steps back. I'm fixing to drop you. <laughs> you know, yeah, I, you and, know. And, he, and the guy 
did. Yeah. He, you know? he, don't, don't make you hurt, don't make me hurt you. Yeah, yeah. that's he, what he said. He yeah, said yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't make me. He 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 took three steps back. So well, I'm curious. I don't care who you are. My car's registered by tag. You don't need to be up in my face. If you need to look at something, let me step away. My wife's over here. Don't. I, 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 he, he walked away. We found out he was just con job. He just walked around the parking lot. He'd put on a yellow jacket on because it was raining, and he could look official and creep up on people. You know, so that your stuff is just changed how we let people handle us had the same thing happen yeah. in nashville had well, the same thing happen in nashville yeah we did same thing happened mm -hmm. in nashville and and that night the next night after he had that happened to him i'd gone back to the store to get something i came out <laughs> i noticed the guy sitting leaning against the car and when i came out the door he stood up had his eye on me uh -huh. and all i could think was i remembered just walk with purpose and you know i knew where i was going i was just crossing the this street is right by pike's place right, right there in seattle it's a target spot yeah. you know and he sat back down and you know it's amazing like, what we've learned now tell me about this pepper spray uh, when you guys trained our people um one of the things you said to those that 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 whether they're carrying firearms or not carrying firearms we have non-firearm people on our team by far and what we do we encourage them to carry pepper spray and actually all of our lead people carry pepper spray because your guys have said that may be a much better and safer choice. And given the person may not be presenting a firearm or presenting a lethal weapon, but they may be a, a threat to other people, this is a different way to subdue somebody. Mm -hmm. And they've trained our guys on how to do that. Yes. Why, well, what, 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 tell me the story about that. Well, pepper spray is, uh, you know, I, it, it became something that law enforcement pretty much used to replace the old CNCS uh, tear gas that they had in canisters. Hmm. And it's, it's a natural product, so it doesn't ever hurt anybody for long term, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, just that, for that, a moment, you think yeah, you're going to die, but you do your think, eyes yeah, are burning, your eyes out. are burning, but, yeah. and it, and it is it is absolutely the most underrated self defense product out there. Uh, it is so effective, uh, even if somebody is on bath salt or they can't feel anything and they're they're immune to the heat or the pain. And we've seen that. We yeah. have well, seen that. I'm glad you said that yeah. because I, mean, I that, know that sometimes with the uh, with the taser that can yeah, they that, can it, work right through that. They right? can, and the same way with. Uh, I mean, the, 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 there is a certain that's involuntary as far as the constriction, the, the nerves, what the taser does or a stun gun. But the same way with the with the pepper spray, it causes an involuntary constriction of the eyes. And okay. they just cannot see. They cannot see. It doesn't so, matter if they're high or they can't feel yeah, pain. So they, they they're may still not, crying. Yeah, they may not be able to feel any pain, but they cannot see you. And, of course, okay. that's advantageous. For, for you, you to pull away and get away yeah, from the situation. Yeah, and it, and it is so effective. It, now, it, you may miss everybody else, but if... They taught us um, when we did it that we're that you don't just spray it at them like you do raid to a wasp, but a figure eight, figure eight, or you know, father son. I mean, you can do, <laughs> <laughs> you can do that too. Father son, holy ghost. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what I tell them. I said, yeah. you know, let let them know that uh, you know where cover the area. Yeah, and uh, uh, if they have glasses, you know, hit them above the forehead. What, what's required? Uh, what's so required for pepper spray in the state of Illinois? Oh, and I have mine here. I got yes, yeah. it. Yes. Hey, one. show Mother Beth there. Yeah. All of my daughters, all well, I have one. Yeah. I buy them a two of I mean, these every year, small. so they can have them in their purse on their yeah. keychain. Um, and radio. Yeah, it's got a yeah. little ring you put so, on your keychain. Oh, you've got yeah, yours too. Yeah, I, I think yeah. everybody should carry pepper spray. I do too. Yeah. Our daughter, yeah. our youngest daughter, carries it everywhere. What's the eight now? Twenty one for 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 a concealed carry permit and weapon in the state. What's what's the <laughs> well, age for this? And, and you have to have a Floyd card to have a stun gun. Stun gun. So, so so they're the same. Yeah. So that's kind of strange for me that that that's actually as as effective or maybe more effective than that stun gun yeah. but but there's an age big age difference there is an age limit even on the pepper spray of 18. Now, 18. i tell everybody that you know if your daughter is 15 or 16 it, it's a maturity thing i mean i right. I, I want 
I want my, my girls had it. I would err on this one, yeah. gentlemen, I, and, and just deal with it. But yeah. I would make sure that if she's if she's dating some guy that's an idiot um, that would want to play with it, I wouldn't want to do it. Yeah, well, and but if she's responsible. Yeah, that's what I said. So if, if your daughter is one of those that if your boyfriend looks at somebody else's rear end. And then going to spray gonna hose her. hose them down. Yeah, probably not. He probably shouldn't. She probably shouldn't have it. Right. But for the most part, if, they, if you're, they're mature enough and they understand that pepper spray is for their self-protection, and uh, you know, my girls had it mu- even much younger than fifteen or sixteen. Oh, yeah. They literally, I mean, we, they literally they couldn't have a firearm, so they had had home units of pepper spray in their bedrooms. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, so, and and they wake up, somebody's in their bedroom trying they, to. Yeah. yeah. So uh, you know, you can uh, and then there's all that controversy. Well, how about wasp spray? Well, wasp spray is not designed to do what pepper spray does. No. And it, and it, it, I mean, is it better than nothing? Yeah, but your home, your your personal protection is worth spending the extra money. Yeah, and there's so many resources yeah. for this you can get. Yeah, everybody has it. Everybody carries it. Whether you can you can find good stuff on Amazon, make sure to do some research. Though. Yeah, I, I tell everybody uh, I'm a big fan of Palm. It's that's P O M. I'm also a big fan of Saber, which is what she's carrying. What she's carrying. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we can, and how we, often would you replace them? Well, they they'll last a lot longer than they say. They say replace them every five years. But I mean, do you season your food with them ever? I do not. I do not. <laughs> Even I just, though I do like cayenne pepper, but that's what it is. It's cayenne pepper under pressure. Colt was thinking ah, about seasoning okay. his food with it afterwards. We were going to yeah, get some Chinese yeah. or something, you know. Yeah, see, and, and the, the new versions, the newer stuff, the very beginning, you couldn't season your food with it, or you could not. And don't even go out there and say, <laughs> just put it on it. your food. Uh, but it is a water-based projectile now. It used to be an oil-based. And, oh, okay. and, 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 and the oil base made it that much more hotter because oil and water doesn't mix. So when you tried to rinse it off, the... It just it was a it was the decontamination was hard. Oh yeah. So yeah. so they, uh, they they changed the uh, probably twenty years ago they changed. Do, do you guys sell any of these today at all? We carry both Palm and Saber. So uh, you could come yeah, out to your yeah, place. We're we currently out of the Palm. But you uh, could get it ordered for yeah, them. We, we, we are ordering it yeah. now. It's just the Christmas season. It was just. It's amazing how many yeah. uh, things of pepper. What a spray. great gift to give. That's your what we yeah. do. We every, buy them and we buy every them every couple of years. Every two years we, we just buy them all. Yeah, yep. I buy them in bulk. Get yeah. up a package of them. You know, bulk, yeah. it, it, bulk it, flashlights, bulk this. Yeah. I I tell everybody it, it it is it is something that would keep you from having to kill somebody. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you yeah. shouldn't be in a position where somebody comes into your car window. You just yeah, give you, a good spray. You, you know, you only have you know verbal commands to a firearm or hands on where you got to punch somebody or, yeah. or hit them with it or take you know. That pepper spray is right there. But it, so, and for for yeah. somebody male or female, but I'm going to talk about somebody that's lighter, maybe female, lighter, uh, weaker, a little bit weaker. Uh, it's a neutralizer to somebody's bigger because because yeah. you can be a giant, but if you can't see, you, you know. Well, and I I tell people, you know, man, put you know, stop that ego stuff and put that away because what happens is guys say, ah, oh, that's sissy stuff, no. pepper spray. But the truth is. You know, if I have to hit somebody, well, you know, I had an altercation station I did in, in uh, Colorado Springs. If I have to hit somebody or punch them or take them down to the ground, you know, there's a great probability I'm going to break my hand. I'm going to break knock teeth out. I might break a jaw. It's not like TV. Yeah. Right. And, and uh, you know, I'm going to be hurt. That person's going to be hurt. Uh, where if I pepper spray them, they're going to hurt right now, uh-huh. but they're not hurt. So they, 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 right. they, won't, have, they won't have to have anything in a cast. They won't have, they won't have lost any teeth. And, and they'll leave you alone. And they'll yes. leave you alone. Oh, yeah. what, is, what is the use? I mean, in, in a firearm in the state of Illinois, Illinois is tough. You have to believe in Illinois, either the person you're with or somebody in your direct vicinity, or you, your life's directly at a moment 
of death. Yeah, immediate, you, unavoidable, life-threatening yeah. damage. So that's Extreme I know that you, you've built that in me very, very well through all the classes, all the years. That I that's why I never lifted my gun when that guy was in my yard. I knew that it wasn't it wasn't. But if he had, I couldn't see his hands. He, there's, I thought there was gunshots going off. It was hitting that building. I couldn't see his arms. I said, "Don't move forward." It was dark at night. It was raining. And I said, please don't come any forward because you're going to create a moment for me that I don't know what to do other than shoot you. Yeah. But I wasn't at that, so I didn't lift my gun. And and so is if you're using pepper spray, is there a moment that – is there a threshold there? Well, pepper spray, because, again, it's a natural product. You know, the self, right to self-defense is, you know, you can use what force is necessary to stop somebody's imminent use of force against you unlawful imminent so guys coming up woman's yeah. parking her car he's like that guy creeped up on me yeah. the guy was my was taller than me but scaring me i was about ready to knock him out he was real close to getting knocked out because yeah. i was traveling i didn't have my weapon i was a little tense but i did tell him back away he was compliant so i i well, eased up really yeah. quick but had he not somebody like beth she she would have been better off just spraying him yeah and, and actually even you would have been better off spraying him than punching him Yes, because I mean, I'm just going to hurt myself yeah, or yeah, I mean, ruin my I trip. Mean, I mean, if you if you are going to be justified in using the force that would take to, to hit somebody, to subdue them, to take them to the the, ground, the pepper spray would be a good pepper that, That's a fair line. Yes, I mean, that, and that would be a good way to look at it. Right. You know, I mean, if, if, I didn't want to cause him permanent bodily harm yes. or myself, and this is a temporary. Yeah, it is harm. a temporary. It is a temporary pain. I mean, it is going to it's going to be painful. And yeah, they're, and they're going to have to decontaminate him, and you're going to. You know, depending on the circumstances, you're gonna, you know, probably call law enforcement. Law enforcement's gonna get and they got to look at this. And that's and, that, and the, it, yeah. can, I, let me get into this, and we'll get in the Christian perspective, and we'll wrap this series up. But uh, in the state of Illinois, just give us some advice. You're a state police officer. Um, somebody's felt like their life's th threatened. They, they're they're going to die, or their wife's going to die, or they're in a restaurant, somebody's going to die, and they pull their weapon and they discharge it, and, and they put somebody down that meant harm to those in the room. What is your advice as law enforcement for that? Per what, what should their next actions be? Well, uh, hopefully they've got their, their wife or somebody's called 911. Okay. And then that person is actually needs to lo let law enforcement know that there is. Somebody's been shot. Yeah. And that not only that, there's a, somebody there with a firearm that is, you know, a good guy. A good you guy. Know, so, you know, my husband had to use a firearm or he's used it. He's armed. That way you don't become somebody that gets... They show up and not sure who's going yeah, what. Yeah, that you don't get killed by friends. So the the time I was here and had right. my... The, the, when I was on with the 911 and we were watching somebody, they, I heard them immediately notify the officers that the pastor's got a weapon and yes. he is watching somebody. And so th they were never threatened because they were notified. Yeah, so you want to make sure that that takes place. And I heard her on the dispatch while I'm talking, notifying the officers yeah. simultaneously. So, I mean, so that would be... Another thing is... Uh, is you know, just as in law enforcement, if I'm involved in a shooting situation as an active law enforcement officer, I don't, I'm actually allowed at the time to settle down before I have to start making legal statements and stuff like that. You know, you don't want to tell somebody under a moment of stress under that this, because you're going to be, you're going to be in shock. Yeah, you should be. Yeah. It's a, and, it's a terrible and, thing. Yeah. Even if it's a justifiable shooting. Right. So what would you recommend? How, how, how would you purport if somebody, God forbid, whether you've had to, whatever, what are your what What are your first? My recommendation is not to share information with the law enforcement. I, I need I need I need to need, talk to somebody. Yeah, I need whether whether I'm it, just, you know, if you're a USCCA member, you know, or one legal defense. And member. I was going to ask you about the NRA. You've got the USCCA, the, the insurance. Yeah, that I get that. Uh, those all have legal. Do you legal, recommend those things? Well, I'm I'm a USCCA member. Um, almost everybody. And they would come in and help you. 
yeah, defend. they're gonna they're gonna have legal defense that's gonna come in and, and take you. That's part of your membership. Now we're fortunate in, in Williamson County. Uh, we've got people that have rep respective constitutional properties, but there's other places in the state where to protect your life, you could be completely under scrutiny that could be scary to you at the oh, time. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So so just use the weapon. You don't know what the state's attorney or what political persuasion or yeah. this kind of stuff. You see, they're going to get the, the attorneys in there and the people in to protect you. Yeah. And, and what is the USCCA? It's the, the U.S. Conce United States Concealed Carry Association. Okay. So and it provides and, coverage and stuff yeah. for you. And um, I mean, and that's just. I mean, there are other agencies. That's the one that we we use. recommend that we uh -huh. use. Uh, but. Uh, uh, the thing is, is you don't want to start saying things and then later say, hey, that's not exactly how it happened. Right. But so. if, if there's <coughs> anything to be said, it, 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 it's going to have to be, you, you, to use that moment, it's got to be an extreme. Yeah, and, moment. and you, used, you used force to save your to life. To save my, well, life, my life, my wife's life, else. or the person. Yeah. It had to be, yeah. I had no yeah, choice so, at this moment yeah, in my mind. Yeah, and I, and I tell people, don't say I used enough force to, to stop the say, to, I mean, I used force to save my life. To save my life. To save my life. That's what right. That, that's right. Yeah. And we, we learned the hard way about people saying things like, our son was in a car accident, a really bad head-on collision. And he made us, the officer that got there asked him if he had crossed the line. And he made the statement, I don't know, maybe. Yeah. But he, he had hit had, his head so hard. The airbag had gone off. He was in shock. He had a broken foot. He was, you know. He says, I don't think so, but I don't said, know. I don't know. Maybe yeah. I did. I don't know where you I know. am. You know. And our insurance company, the other guy's insurance company was able to use that against and him. And that's what to, would happen in, in the same shoot, in the shooting situation. Right. So you got to be real so, careful. Yeah, so you're better gotta, off to use your right to remain silent. Yes, and, and, and not, I mean, you could say, I mean, you could make that statement. Hey, I had no choice. My life was My a life threat. Was in danger. But you would not be chatty beyond that. I would not. That would be right. the last thing you would say yeah. and say, I need to talk to somebody and get medical attention yeah. or counseling. Yeah. And, and, and expect that, I mean, you're, there's going to be a chance that you could be arrested. And there'll be a review. Yeah. Right. And, and so. But, but the decision point you're making, don't worry about the rest part. It, you, it better be because you thought your life could end Absolutely. or somebody else's life. It had end. to be a moment. And then the, the Bible says there is no greater love than to lay down your life for a friend. So you, you, you need to know it needs to be a point in time that you're willing to do that because of what's at stake. Yes. That defines the moment of extreme exigency. Yes. If it's not that moment, you shouldn't have produced. You shouldn't have used it. You shouldn't have drawn. Or used your pepper spray. Instead. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I think that's good to hear. Now, from a let's do the Christian perspective before we kind of wrap up here. Um, you're a God fearing man. Your wife's God fearing. Your team's God fearing. And I know them well. You can't think of better people to do this with. Um, people think as a Christian we should, you know, turn the other cheek. Let them shoot us in the other hip, you know. Yeah. Let them take your stuff. Let yeah. them. I mean, and maybe I let them take my stuff. You know, yeah. you, you, here's my stuff that can be replaced. Yeah. But what can right. be replaced for my wife, my children, my kids? Yeah. You know, there's a line you're going to cross when when Popeye the sailor man says, "I can't stand this anymore. Mm -hmm. This isn't happening." You know, tell me the Christian perspective. How do you see that as somebody that trains people to do this? Well, there is absolutely nothing in my wallet worth dying for. Right. And there, and I tell people that there's nothing in my home worth dying for. There's also nothing in my wallet or my home worth me killing somebody for. Right. So it absolutely has to be. You need to get out of here now. You're in my house. Yeah. You yeah. don't need to chase them down the sidewalk. No, absolutely. We don't ever chase anybody. Uh, I mean, you never leave leave a, a secure position. Now, to right. be fair, I love the I, my favorite movies. The movie Taken. I'm coming after you. <laughs> you know, I, I I do a few things. I do them well. Mm -hmm. I'm coming to get you. But that's not that's TV. 
that that's uh, again it comes back to remember <laughs> uh, uh, the, one of the past episodes we talked about what's our mission right mm-hmm. our mission is to protect our loved ones and our family right and it would make no sense for me to you know in, in this room I, I i have control of this room right mm-hmm. i don't have control of what's outside that room right. so if somebody right. flees and they leave why leave a position of safety that's secure that I already know? Right. Call nine one one. Call nine one. Outsource your violence. Outsor- <laughs> you know? I love yeah. that. Yeah. Outsource your you violence. Know, you know, let let the guys come that are sworn to protect. Yeah. That, that, that that's their job. And they don't mind filling out that paperwork. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> that, that, that's what they get. Paid and you won't for. have to get an attorney at two fifty to three hundred dollars an hour retainer. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. so outsource your your, your heavy yeah, work. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Your, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Why, why do it? I mean, whatever. And with have. everybody having a cell phone largely today, it's easy to call nine one one. They're on the phone almost instantly. Yeah. I have to tell you though, this is funny. This is not funny at all. We're in Kansas City, and we were there for a while. And we, we there was a woman that was extremely out of her mind. She'd crossed out into the street walking, and she was walking barefooted in her socks. You know, you could tell she was distraught. My first thought but was, but you could tell she was not a druggie or a homeless person. She was a little more kept, she but nice... she was. But your first thought was, we were in an area where we'd already seen a lot of crackheads, a lot of druggies. She's out. I mean, she about walked in front of a semi. So we pull our van in a position where nobody can hit her, but we're fixing to go over a railroad trestle bridge where basically everybody can run in the back of us. So we already decided, honey, we're probably going to get hit in the rear here. We'll put our hazards on. We backed up. We were on the phone with 911. 911, can you please hold? <laughs> we got that three times in Kansas City. They were having some overwhelming things going on. It was a bad deal. I mean, I called back. I said, I've been put on hold. I really, she's walking over the bridge. She's, she's erratic and all this stuff. And finally, we get to the other side of the bridge, and she kind of turned in a little bit, and we took the vehicle and boxed her in. And boxed her in. Beth jumped out of the van. We opened the side door and said, ma'am, are you okay? And she, she just said, no. She said, no, I'm not. She was like a zombie. And we said, ma'am, we're not going to take you hostage or anything, but would you sit down in the seat of our van? So we slide over. She sits down there and sits. And I'm on the phone with 911 saying, we've got somebody here that's got a problem. I was pretty sure at that point in time, that she was having a diabetic emergency. Yeah, yeah, and she was. She was. And I asked her some things. So I get. I finally got them on the phone. And about ten minutes later, they find they didn't even send it the took police. A long, a long time. time. They finally got a pair. I switched and said, I don't think I need police. That one. I need a paramedic. And we got the paramedics faster than the police. And they they got him and got her. Gave her some stuff. Shoved her in the vehicle. I don't even think they said thank you. Yes, they walked her over and stuck her in. And I was just thinking about the. If I told you the number of people that honked and gave us the finger that we're number one, not that finger, yeah. uh, walk the, the number of people that honked at us when we protected this woman going over the bridge, the number of people that honked at us and fingered us and hollered at us in that fifteen in that ten minutes that she stumbled over there, it was unreal. How incompassionate yeah. people are. And finally, uh, our Colt's in the room. He's our engineer over here today. Uh, Colt drives a massive truck, uh, big truck. There was some saint that finally, we were scared, Colt, and because I told Beth, we're probably going to get hit in the rear by some big truck. Big, We're in an industrial area. Yeah. Big truck like that. Finally, some dude in a truck about your size knew what we were doing, and he pulled in behind, got a little farther behind, eased out a little farther, put his hazards on like with ours. Right. And all of a sudden, I thought, we've at least got one big, massive truck that's going to take the hit first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he went with us over, and then when we got over, he kind of, I said, we got it, and he went off. And there was some other civilian that eventually kind of helped us. But we never got a hold of law enforcement. And and it was just crazy. Yeah. You know, we, you know, we are there to help other people. People should be mindful yeah. of that. And it's never always what you think it is. That's true. 
Or it's not always what you think. It's not always what you think it is. And I just think about how many people drove past that woman and she could have been any of their, any of their family, any of their friends having an extreme medical moment. And, uh, and I I was sad for so many people to pass by and feel inconvenienced. Um, We are in a trouble in in our society right now. Well, and, and, you know, even like you, you made the point of some people flipping you off. Oh yeah. You know, uh, you know, car, car, you know, road rage is something everybody should just avoid. Yeah. You know, the problem is, is a lot of times is people flip people off back. They, well, somebody ha- is having a, one of those days and they get involved, get the, you know, they try right. to draw, don't let them draw you in. Yeah. You know, because yeah. it's not worth it. Yeah. You know, so. I, I, I had a guy a yeah. months ago, several months ago, was road raged. I, I guess I don't know what I did to him, but I saw him waving a pistol at me from his car. Yes. Yeah, in my room. Yeah. It's not worth that. Just get away from him. I yeah. mean, yeah. Again, and, and we did. We did. Yeah. We yeah. did. And I, and, yeah. and I thought, well, you don't want to. You don't want. You don't want to box me up. I've got guns everywhere in this yeah. car, and I'm trained. But I thought that poor person is so upset about their driving. They're they could lose the right to ever have that firearm. You know, I got off the road and called somebody, and I don't know if they ever caught him or not. But yeah. but but there's a lot of craziness out there. So biblically, we have a response. We are our brother's keeper. Yes, we really are. We need to watch out for other people, but we also need to start with ourselves. We have to protect ourselves. So you, so you start with ground zero, but. You know, people think we, we should, you know, walk away. Jesus actually asked his own disciples to have a sword. That The Bible actually calls for self-defense. It actually calls, if a thief is in your house and it's in the night and you can't see and they were going to attack you, you can defend yourself. But it also says if you know who they are or it's daylight and they can just take the stuff and leave, you should let them leave. Yes, exactly. So even the Bible defines just taking the stuff, let them go, from the possibility of you having an extreme exigent moment. Yes. Isn't that, that interesting the Lord, that the yeah, Bible? The, yeah, the Lord is very clear. In Exodus. Ex- in Exodus, yeah. yeah. That, that, you know, the thief found breaking in, if he is struck that he dies, there shall be guilt on his, there shall be no guilt on his bloodshed. But if the sun rises on him. And you can see is. his hand. You yeah. can see what he's doing. Yeah. It's just taking stuff, let him go. Yeah, I, I even, I use in, the, in my class the example of your flashlight. You know, if mm-hmm. your flashlight's working and you shine the flashlight on him and you can see it's just a kid, you know. Right. And then on the other hand, if you, your flashlight goes out, and you don't have a flashlight, you don't know if it's a kid in there or if it's a, you know, you know, somebody, right. you know, the serial rapist or the axe murderer. And that changes everything. Changes and that's why everything. you need to be that, more prepared. And, and that's what the Lord's saying. You yeah. know, if the sun is, what, the minute you know, you know, and the truth is, is we can say whatever we want to justify the, you know, 12 people are going to have to decide that it was a moment of extreme exigency. Right. Right. What would they do if yeah. they were in your shoes? And, and, and they're going to have to think it, decide it was reasonable, knowing your history, your background, your rolling resume, like I like to call it. But the thing is, is even if the jury agrees with us, we're going to one day face a maker that knows exactly what was going through our mind and exactly right. what we was thinking. And the Bible right. says it's a life for a life. So yes. it would have to be a life-threatening moment. Absolutely. Even and, that's, and that's life-threatening the line. Death and that's the line. Yeah. So it's very, it, very clear. It, we're not called to walk away, but we are called to be intelligent and smart about Absolutely. the decisions. Yes. And and if it's just your stuff, it's just your stuff. It's just your the stuff. Lord giveth, the Lord taketh away. Everything but, we have. Is but if it's going to be the life of your family, your kids, then the Bible's got clear prerogative. And Jesus instructed the disciples to even sell stuff to get a sword as they went out for self-defense. Yes. 
So the, the concept, now, I know we can get into military and all that stuff. There's a whole different world about that. Yeah. And there's different rules well, in there. Well, the, in the military, back to that mission, the military has a different mission than we have. They do. You know, their mission is to go forth, conquer, take ground, take their stuff, you know. Right, right. And defend our borders. I mean, and then you have to decide if that's a just war or not. There's yeah. there's rules. On, there's things in the Bible about just war or not just war. Our, our mission is to protect our loved ones, our family, be productive members of society. Right. the right thing yeah you know, and, treat and, people and, with, with the fruits of the spirit and law enforcement also has other mandates that are greater than ours yeah. and so they'll use different levels of force and decision and training and they have different mandates and, and, rules. and but even with law enforcement it's immediate unavoidable life-threatening deadly danger we saw that in the recent court cases yes right i mean you, people can say what they want want but about those those court cases but if you step back and look at it, it's hard to look at those and think that any of those officers was in immediate, unavoidable, life-threatening, deadly they, danger. And so you're, you're yeah. saying that that yeah. that you have a list of tools, and you need to be able to scroll through those tools and know what's appropriate to use at the time. Absolutely, appropriate force, appropriate, and that that's true for us as well. The appropriate force may be to walk away, to not be in the position, to to be smart, or 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 to, you know wait on help, but to be careful that. And that seems to be what gets a lot of this in trouble. Yeah. And it's tough because when you're in that extreme moment. I, I had an incident that happened at a Casey's one time, and that's exactly what happened. The guy was a little mouthy, got, you know, thought I'd, you know, stepped in front of him, and I just, hey, if, that's fine. Step on up there. And then after I after the guy walked out, the guy said, you're the extreme exigency guy, aren't you? And I said, yeah. He said, man, that guy didn't know who he was messing with. <laughs> <laughs> wrong guy, yeah, wrong guy. You know, no, but I, I just thought, you know what, it ain't, it's not worth you know, getting into an, an argument that might escalate into a shooting situation right. over a cup of coffee. Yeah. I, you know, we yeah. were we were going. I'll wrap up this episode with just just you just you have taught me to be so much more aware of my situation and circumstances than you can ever imagine. Mm -hmm. And and the loss of your son has changed my life. So I want you well, to know that. Th thank you. I, 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 I you, we will reconnect with him. I will thank him for his sacrifice later. I will do that. I, I will see him again one day. Yeah. Again, he's with with the one person that loves him more than we do. We lost a grand, we lost a, a, a unborn grandchild recently, and and gosh, I can't wait. I met through yeah. miscarriage, and I can't wait. I, I already got him a Steelers tile with his name on it. I I I'm, I'm looking forward to watching our first Steelers game together yeah. up there. But I I was with my granddaughter, uh, my other granddaughter, a few years ago, and and she was a little bit younger, and she grew up with the, with a police father, so. Uh, we pulled in one, one night rainy. It was in Huck's here in Marion on Old 13. Beth said I need cat food. It's 1130 night. We pulled in. So she went in to get cat food, and we pulled in to just to the right of the door a little bit down. We just sit there talking, me and my granddaughter talking, and I see a guy come creeping up. He's, he's, he's belly, he's crabbing down the side of the building with a hoodie on, and I see him about before he's ready to go in the door, and he's, and he's just greasy looking, rough looking. And I thought, oh my God, what's this guy doing? I mean, he's weird. He's he's crabbing down, and I'm thinking, maybe he's trying to avoid the camera. I thought first, I thought, and he's getting ready to go in, and he's getting ready to go in the door. And I looked at my granddaughter. I said, Grandpa's. I was taking out my weapon already. She had gone in, and I looked in, and she'd gone into the bathroom. And I thought he's fixing to hold this store up. And I looked at my granddaughter. I said, Grandpa's fixing to open the door and step out. And if you hear a shot, I don't want you to move or be scared. Don't do anything. But I'm afraid for Grandma. And 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 so I I I I got out. I started to open the door. She started to come out of the bathroom. The one person in the store is 11:30 night. The guy turned and looked right at me, eyeball to eyeball. And he began to crab right back down. 
he crapped right back down. Worried from where <laughs> from. From. And so she came out and said, you don't have no clue how close I came to get ready to come out. And, and I thought this guy's fixing to hold you guys up and you're going to be trapped in there. And so we pull out and the guy's paralleling us when I'm getting ready to call 911. And he's walking faster and faster. And we're going out the, there's a little road there that goes out to the interstate road. And we turn and it's raining. And he's walking in the grass toward the interstate. And, and I'm thinking, I think he's just druggy. I don't think he was really going to do anything. I think he just had his hand in his pocket. And next thing you know, he's walking and he's gone. He walked off the culvert. Oh, deep no. into the ditch and <laughs> just, disappeared. Just disappeared. Just he's like, boom, he's gone. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I, I've just learned to pay attention to circumstances. And well, oh, and Addison said, that's okay, Grandpa. I know my daddy's a police officer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. When I told her, I said, I'm fixing to get my weapon. I don't let it scare you, honey. If, if, if it goes off, it's going to be okay. She said, that's okay. My daddy's a police officer. <laughs> <laughs> But, Children are made. But you, yeah. have, you, you have you have taught us whether it's in Seattle or wherever, whether we have a weapon with us or we're not able to. You you really your your, your team at Extreme Agency, uh, your whole team, your wife, and you, you've really changed the culture of our church, the culture of our lives, and how we pay attention to things. And we got people coming to your class in February. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be yeah. honored and, to train. Yeah, and, and, and listen, this, this, we don't we don't know when we're doing this, but you got classes going on monthly. Every month we have uh, renewals and we have regular classes every month. And you can help with the paperwork on the renewals. You can yeah. help with that. Tell, give me some, some advice real quick before we wrap up. Um, there's an Illinois license, but there's also a Utah and a Florida. I carry all three, mm-hmm. which opens up the number of states that I can carry it my does. weapon in. It, it, they were much more prevalent, much better before when, when Illinois first got their permits because state, you know, we mentioned earlier in an earlier episode that other states do recognize Illinois now. Right. Uh, so they were a lot better, I guess you could say, bang for their buck in the early years. And they're less now. Yeah, less now, but they're still a great tool. Uh, you know, Florida gets you Florida. Everybody goes to Florida. Yep. If you want to do I'm that, in Florida regularly. Even, and a lot of people don't understand that constitutional carry doesn't. They change the rules for them, but it doesn't count it, for us. You're exactly right. It applies to Florida residents, but not non-residents. Not to us, right. so for and same not, for Utah. Yeah, so right. for a non-resident, if you're going to be in Florida. You need you, their permit. You have to have their permit. You know, so... You know, with the two of them combined in Illinois, you're looking at about 37 states. There's some states you're never going to be allowed to carry. And just because a state has a constitutional carry doesn't mean it applies to you if you're not a resident. You're not a resident. So you need to check those things out, Absolutely. and you can look up these. And we do that regularly. We look it up and see where. There are that many states that you are that you still can't. Well, there's, there's 37, so you figure there's three or four of them. I can name them that they're never going to let you carry, you know, like California, Colorado. Smoke, yeah. Smoke all the dope you want. But right. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, New Jersey, New York, those states are never going to let you. Right. South South or North Carolina, South Carolina, I believe it is. If you own property in their state, you can. But if you don't own property, you can't. Mm. So, I mean, there's just some states that are that way. Pennsylvania is going to honor any permit at any level that that state honors their state. Well, Illinois doesn't honor Pennsylvania other than in the car. So when you're in the in their Commonwealth, so when you're in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, they'll honor you while you're in your car, but that's as far as it can. And they all have when you look that stuff up, there's asterisks, and you got to go look and see what those things yes, mean. Exactly, limited things, yeah. and and it, and it makes a difference whether you're a resident in that state or a non-resident. Right. If you have a resident permit or a non-resident permit, and there's good information, you just look it up. CCW yeah. reciprocity. Yeah, do that. You guys are. I can get my hair cut out there. I can get. Uh, I can come visit and hang out. We can get trained. Coffee every day. Coffee I was gonna every say, day. There's coffee pot coffee out there. Out there. <laughs> uh, shooting range. Uh, family friendly. Christian business. Uh, great stuff. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Before I. I'm gonna let him give some final remarks. But I want to show the 141 
promo of your business one Hang more on, time. I want to say one more thing. Go ahead. Um, the barbershop part of it, I really do appreciate that because when we were... <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to tell the story. Well, we lived in uh. Springfield. Our, our boys were getting old enough to have to go get haircuts. And I and, wear a flat top. Yeah. Very few people can cut a flat top. Yeah. And it's not easy. they were getting to where they wanted to go with dad to get their haircut, not mom to the beauty shop. Uh-huh. You know. Well, the only barbershop that we had at the time... Because in had, Springfield, there, there were Playboy magazines everywhere, and and the barber, filing cabinet full of them, and the barber cussed like a and sailor. And I was a preacher, and I mean it was just a they disgusting care. place. So he would clean it up. He would see me pulling in, and you'd see him picking everything up, stuffing them back in the filing cabinet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because they knew. And he would mind himself the best he could but, while our kids but were But other in there, people you know, would come in that didn't know me and would let out about 12 lines right. yeah. and start to head to the cabin. And they're like, don't do it right now. The preacher's <laughs> here. You know? Yeah. So. Well, we. we uh, I appreciate yeah, and I, I that. I think that, that our clients, for the most part, absolutely know <laughs> that, that, you know, the F-bomb isn't permitted. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, uh, and our kids were used to well, the, yeah, the I, world. They know. I mean, yeah, they, but, but that doesn't make it right. But no, it's nice to know? go someplace where family values are there. And yes, in this day and, and age with Christianity, we need to find, we need to support as much Christian business and as much Christian places as we can. Mm-hmm. And it's important to well, have and a place. I, and I do think that, that one of the greatest moves in, to, in Christianity in the next decade or so is going to have to come from our business leaders. Yes. yes. We're going to have to. We're going to have to create yeah. our own economy, yes. which, which is the Church of Acts did. Because yeah. in Acts, the Jews were not allowing business for Christians with them, and nor were the Romans. And so they developed their own commerce community. We are now in a day, an age where we're being, uh, a lot of Christians are being debooked, debanked, de-this. Uh, we're going to create have to create our own culture yeah. as well. Well, well and, and Christians aren't the only ones that, that are under attack right now. Men. Yeah, men, men are yeah, men, men in general. Actually, actually it's manlyhood. Yes. Manlyhood. Yeah, manlyhood yes. is, is under attack. And, and you know, men, men, the Lord wants us to men to be men. Yes. We, he does. He wants us to be men. Yes. And, and don't apologize. And godly men. Yes, and and godly, godly men. We're well, not talking about... You know, r- rough housing. We're talking about godly men. Men are in control of themselves. And men that, uh, you know, that can mentor to younger men. And, and respect men see it, that and respect and, and see that. Those so, that are weaker, yes. the elderly, and those as yeah, well. Yeah. Check out this. Let me just show you this clip real quick. We'll come back and we'll, we'll sign off here in a second. So I'm going to come back after this. But check out this incredible video of what all they're doing out at Extreme Exigency and the home of the Armed Barbers. Yeah, and our Barber College. And our Barber College. And your yeah. Barber College. Yes. Yeah, check this out.
fantastic. Extreme Agency, 618-629-3422, Training Academy Shooting Park, Barber College or Academy Training, and get your hair cut and by the barbers there as well. Uh, go check that out, extremeagency.com. You can check them out. We'll have that in our show notes today. Just fantastic. Ray, thank you so much for giving it's us. such a blessing to be here with it you. It has. And, it's and, always and, wonderful to be with you and, and to share some fellowship. I think this is going to be a good resource for people, and, and I hope others will see this show, share it out with other people, especially your kids and young people, and then get trained. Yes. Yeah. Get trained. Uh, get the Predators playbook. Get the beginning training. And you know, down the road, maybe maybe you're a part of your church security team or somewhere like that. Uh, don't be a victim. That's absolutely. Uh, you don't be a victim. Yeah. Be somebody that can live life to the fullest. We want you to get off the dock, out there into the deep, and do the things of God. And I really appreciate what you've done. It's changed our lives. It's probably protected us from more than you can think. And it also, uh, like like when different things have happened. Even though they're scary moments, I've never felt like I'm not necessarily in control. It doesn't mean well, something bad can't happen. And, and that's part of it is we do fight from victory already. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's right. <laughs> and we do it with a biblical cause. Uh, we're yes. excited. I know we our church team will be out there soon. And as soon as it warms up here, we're going to be out requalifying our guys and getting our guys kind of updated yes, on too stuff. Too cold right now. Too cold right now. And we got people coming to take classes. They can come monthly, get in your classes. Yes. If they already have theirs and need the renewal, yeah, they we, can we see st- you. We still train our veterans for, for free. I like that. So we have a veteran coming. We, and we have a veteran so, coming yeah. in this next class, I know. Uh, with that, and we're excited. And I'm always reminded that that my wife is my strongest security person because she was trained by you. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. I've I seen mean, her shoot. Yeah, she, she can shoot. She's very lethal. Yeah. She's very, very, very lethal. Uh, go to onthedoc.org. I'm Pastor Troy here, and uh, we want to have you come out and check out all the shows and stuff. Onthedoc.org is our website. They'll get you links and all that. You can find out more about this show and other shows and connect with Ray. If you got questions, email us at info at onthedoc.org, and we can get you information and details on that. Ray, it's, again, just a pleasure. Uh, they can go watch us on YouTube, Spotify, and iTunes. There's other uh, shows that you can watch it on Google Play, Facebook, Roku, Rumble, SermonNet. And we'd love to hear your opinions. Go to Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Telegram, Getter, and let's have conversation and share these links out through those mediums so people can find it. Then hit subscribe, like, notify, tell other people about it. We'd love to hear your comments. We'd always love to have you as a Patreon partner or sponsor. Four levels of partnership, three levels of sponsorship. Go check that out. Go to Patreon, download the app, find on the dock, and you'll see it. And go to slnt.com, get you one of those Faraday bag products, protect your key fobs, your credit cards, your phones, and those things when you're traveling or when you when you think suspicious things are around, you just want some privacy. You want to go be away and just put that away and people won't take your stuff. Go to slnt.com backslash discount backslash OTD. Check that out. And we'd love to have you at church here at Community Faith Church. I'm the pastor here. We host this show here on the grounds. Uh, we love glad to, love to have you on the dock, but if you don't have a church home, uh, we're at Sundays at 10 o'clock. Wednesdays at 6.30. Ray goes to Cornerstone Church also here in Marion, mm-hmm. out by Sam's Club, out there out there in the old... Fr- the old Friday night, Saturday, Friday Sunday night and Sunday. 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 Yep. Go check them out, too. Another God-fearing church. The key is to get in church, get your family in line with the Lord Jesus Christ, and then go out and live for him. Go yeah, absolutely. And, 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 and excel for him. We want you to do that. So we've enjoyed this entire show. We'll have more shows coming up for you. We've had more Taking It to the Street Spotlights. We've got some Building a Stronger Church series coming your way and other special things coming up in Season 3, and we're looking forward to it. As I wrap up here, Pastor Troy, along with Mother Beth. Thank you, Mother Beth. You've been great today. Been great. Got the pepper spray out. Yeah, and get, I'm ready. Get, yeah, she's ready. Don't mess. <laughs> don't mess with. Don't mess with Mother Beth. She'll. 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 This has been a great show. I've really she'll pepper it. you 
I think this is going to be helpful to a lot of people. Share this with other people. Yeah. As we go out, we're going to let you see a little bit more about our new partner, SLNT. You can learn a little bit more about their products and what you want for there. So as I sign off and you, we look forward to seeing you in our next episode. Check out this and we'll see you soon. I'm Pastor Troy Mother Beth with Ray Miner and Thank Cole so much. over there. Good to have you. And you've been on the dock. Now check out our product with SLNT. We'll see you soon. There are more than 8 billion phones fact that threatens your privacy, security, and health. With Silent Pocket Faraday Protection, you can regain control over your mobile devices. We get it. Privacy and security are inconvenient topics. And you may feel like you have nothing to hide, but the fact is that in the modern world, your laptop is never really off. Your phone emits a signal, even in airplane mode. And everything from your passport to your credit cards contains RFID, and all of it contain valuable private information that is easily exploited in the wrong hands. Silent Pocket offers a range of products you already use. Wallets, bags, travel gear, laptop sleeves, key cases. But with the added protection of our patented Faraday technology, which turns your devices invisible and safe from the outside world. Many industries, from top business professionals to government officials, require the use of Faraday products for the day-to-day -day security of them and their staff. They understand that we are constantly at risk and take the necessary steps to prevent future attacks. We offer this elite technology to anyone that values their personal data, and we are proud to offer a premium range that fits seamlessly into your everyday life, providing security without looking like a tinfoil hat. As we learn to live with technology, Silent Pocket stands on the three pillars of privacy, security, and health. Our goal is to provide harmony with mobile technology without risking our most valuable information. We hope you'll trust us to help you do the same.